Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Tuesday, September 5th. We are just days away from the Jaguars taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indy in their regular season opener. Can't wait to dive into that matchup. We'll get hot and heavy into that over the coming days. But as for now, getting into the Jaguars 2023 bold predictions from my perch, right? We're going to take a look at the offense, defense, special teams, and some big picture stuff for the Jaguars heading into this 2023 season. And again, I'm just going to be offering my my top bold predictions that I have for this season. And some of them will be pretty, pretty spicy. Some of them might not be as spicy, but we're going to get into it here. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Again, really appreciate y'all's support. Thanks for being here. We'll start on the offensive side of the ball, okay? Trevor Lawrence, start with the quarterback going into year two in Doug Peterson's system, year two in this offense, year three in the league. Really, you could probably call it year two after what happened in his rookie season, but That's in the past, right? Trevor Lawrence, it's full steam ahead with this Doug Peterson offense with all the weapons around him. And uh, I I think it's going to be a really exciting year for for this offense for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I don't think that should come as a shock to anyone. But I have him setting single-season passing records for the Jaguars, including passing yardage and touchdown passes in a season, right? Uh, Both of those currently are held by Blake Bortles, the boat. He needs 36 touchdown passes, does Trevor Lawrence, to pass Blake Bortles' mark back in uh, the mid-20-teens, right? Um, And then he also needs 4,429 passing yards, excuse me, to break Blake Bortles' um, franchise best mark in a season. So can Trevor Lawrence do that? In my opinion, I think that he should be able to. This is going to be a high-volume passing offense. It's going to be a team that probably does not have a top defense in the league, so they're going to need some to win some games based on uh, offensive production, based on you know tossing the ball around the yard. And then looking at the second bold prediction I have for the Jaguars' offense, it kind of stems from the first one and supports the first one. I have Calvin Ridley racking up the second most receiving yards and receiving touchdowns in a season in Jaguars franchise history. He needs 1,401 yards to break Allen Robinson's mark of 1,400 that he set back again with Blake Bortles. And then he needs 11 touchdowns to be second on the um, single season touchdown list for the Jaguars. So I don't have him breaking Allen Robinson's 14 touchdowns. And I don't have him breaking Jimmy Smith's 1600 plus receiving yards in a season, but I have him coming second in both of those categories all time. And I think that he is going to help support Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence is going to help support him. I know that Calvin Ridley played with Matt Ryan during Matt Ryan's prime or end of his prime, but for me, Trevor Lawrence brings a different level of talent to the field um, than Calvin Ridley's ever played with that quarterback, quite frankly. And I think Calvin Ridley is easily the best receiver 
that Trevor Lawrence has ever played with, especially in the NFL. So I think when you combine those two things, these two players are going to support each other, and Doug Peterson and Press Taylor are really going to support them as well uh, with the play calling, with the scheming, with how they're dialing things up. And look, Trevor Lawrence, he loves to hit um, the outside vertical shots, right? Calvin Ridley does those at an extremely high level, uh, not just vertical deep down the field, but intermediate vertical as, as well, right? The outs, uh, speed outs, blaze out, all that stuff, Calvin Ridley runs it to a T, like as good as anyone in the league. And Trevor Lawrence throws those passes as well as anyone in the league. I think they're going to eat teams up in that regard. But then there's also going to be plenty of easy stuff for Trevor and Calvin Ridley. Again, thanks to Doug Peterson's offense, where he has so much designer stuff that it's going to be easy for Trevor to find Calvin. And Trevor's going to spread the ball around, right? I think Trevor, like I said, I think he breaks 4,429 passing yards this year. So it's not just going to be the Calvin Ridley show, but I think Calvin Ridley will be the main target for Trevor Lawrence in 2023. He's just too talented not to be, quite frankly. I know some folks are a little bit skeptical skeptical about the offensive line for the Jaguars, but look, this offensive line isn't in any worse shape heading into 2023 than it was in 2022. In fact, you could argue it could improve when you t- talk about if Brandon Sheriff, Sheriff is able to stay healthy, Luke Fortner, starting center, started all 19 games for the Jaguars last year. He's going into year two. He's stronger. He will be better. And then looking at left guard as well, uh, last year you had Ben Barch go down with an injury in week five. He was playing better than Tyler Shatley, playing better than the rest of the left guards on this football team. So I think when you look at Ben Bart and his return to the field, if he can play how he was playing in 2022, the Jaguars are going to have a better interior. They're going to have Walker Little and Cam Robinson at left tackle once Cam Robinson returns. And then they have Anton Harrison at right tackle, who might not be uh, very experienced. But when you talk about Doug Peterson's offense, and especially in pass protection, he designs it to get the ball out quick. And guess what? Trevor Lawrence knows how to get the ball out quick as well. He was tied for second with Joe Burrow in 2022 in time to throw, quickest time to throw amongst all quarterbacks in the league. The only guy ahead of them was Tom Brady, and of course he was ahead of them. He's been getting the ball out quick his entire career. So I think that this offense is going to be humming. There's a lot of people out there that are really high on the Jaguars offense, and for good reason. I think when you talk about quarterback, offensive skill players, and head coach, the marriage of all three of those things, it is all there for the Jags offense. Looking at the defense, I think this is where there's a little bit more questions than answers right now for the Jaguars heading into this 2023 campaign. I'll start with a couple individuals and talk about what I expect from them, some bold predictions for Josh Allen. I think he's going to have the second best sack season in team history. He needs to get 12 and a half sacks to be second place on the all-time um, single se- single season sack list for the Jaguars behind Calais Campbell. Josh Allen has talked about his goal being um, that that sack number that Calais Campbell set back in 2017 for the Jaguars. He wants to be the single season sack leader for the Jaguars. I don't think he's quite going to get there, but I think the play that he has put put out on the field suggests that he is going to have more sacks in 2023 than he did in 2022 because. Pressure numbers are more indicative of sack totals, generally speaking, than just looking at the raw sack number, right? If a guy has done a lot in regards to getting pressure on the quarterback over the years, the chances are that he will regress and and not regress in a negative way, but regress to the mean in a positive way 
in my opinion. I think Josh Allen is definitely going to have double-digit sacks for the Jaguars this year. They need him to get more sacks. He was able to get a ton of pressure for the Jags last year, and he was able to hit the quarterback and affect the quarterback and make the quarterback miss a lot more than just the seven sacks would suggest. But Again, was only seven sacks for the Jaguars last year. You want that number to be higher. He's in a contract year. Usually it's a good idea to bet on players that are in a contract year trying to get that bag, trying to get the the, the most impactful um, contract that he's going to get in his career. If he goes out and gets double-digit sacks, continues to play the run at an extremely high level, he's going to get paid amongst the top pass rushers in the NFL. Bar none. He's played at a very high level for the last few years for the Jaguars. Now he needs to elevate just a little bit more. I believe he's going to in a contract year. I think he's going to get the Jaguars second best single season sack mark in franchise history. Now looking at Andre Sisco, I think he's going to get five interceptions or more in 2023 for the Jaguars defense. This is a defense that talks about thinking takeaways. That is their mantra. That is their belief. That's how they operate. I think Andre Sisco has the potential, the talent, to be the Jaguars' leading turnover producer, right? When you look at Andre Sisco, this is a guy that has the the speed, the athleticism, the instincts to go make plays on the football. He had three interceptions in 2022 during his second year in the league, first year in Mike Caldwell's system. I think he's going to potentially even double that, but at least five interceptions for Andre Sisco in 2023, a ball hawk back there who just has everything you're looking for when it comes to uh, being that free safety that can really roam, that can uh, play the middle of the field, that can go get turnovers for you, make some big hits as well in pursuit. You've seen that from Andre Sisco. I think he has a really big breakout year for the Jaguars and has at least five interceptions at that safety spot. Now looking at the defense big picture, I think this defense will be better than they were in 2022 overall think they're going to be a little bit improved against the pass. I think you saw that down the stretch. Um, once they got Darius Williams outside, Tyson Campbell playing opposite him, obviously, they got things a little bit more settled uh, in the back half of that season for the Jaguars in 2022. I don't think that they're going to take a massive leap forward in their ability to um, consistently stop the pass. I do think they will take a leap, though. Uh, I don't think they're going to vault themselves into like the top 10 range of NFL defenses, but I think that they'll probably improve to about 20th in, in passing defense. And I think that they'll probably be, you know, top half of the league in run defense, maybe even probably top 10, quite frankly. Uh, but I think that they will continue to first force turnovers and be close to top five in that regard again in 2023. All of this to say, I think the Jaguars defense is going to improve. I think they'll be more consistent and they'll still be able to turn the ball over. Last year, their, their only real way to consistently get off the field was forcing turnovers. This year, I think they're going to be able to get off the field a little bit more with just consistency based on the fact that everybody's going into year two in this system. You have Trayvon Walker going into year two in the league, Devin Lloyd going into year two in the league, and you just have um, a team that has talent. Like, there's no doubt about the talent on the defensive side of the ball for the Jaguars, in my opinion. The question is, when will that talent um, mature? When will that talent hit where it needs to hit? And I think the two biggest guys that need to grow in that regard, like I said, Devin Lloyd and Trayvon Walker, I think they will. The question really is, how much will they grow? Because if they grow and they look like first-round picks in 2023, I mean, this defense could potentially be one of the most improved units in the entire NFL. I'm a little bit more uh, hesitant to say that they're really going to go out there and, and pre 
play like pro bowlers or or play like all pro level players and Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd. But I think they're both going to take a big step forward in year two. I think some other players around them are going to take steps forward as well in year two. And um, I just, I see this defense improving greatly. And I know that's not necessarily a super bold prediction, but uh, there's a lot of folks around the league that, and around the NFL media world that still look at this defense as one of the worst defenses in football. I do not think it's anywhere close to one of the worst. I think that overall, they're going to be somewhere in the middle. They're going to be a team that gives up yardage, uh, but not as high a clip as they did last year. And a team, again, that is able to force turnovers at a high level. That's kind of what they do. That's how they think on that side of the ball. So I think the Jaguars' defense will be improved. I think Mike Caldwell will get a lot of credit for that improvement. I think the talent level should get should get credit for that improvement as well. You know, the, the guys that Trent Baalke has brought in here – the young guys to help improve this roster, to help improve this defense. But I still don't have them making that leap into like the top 10 overall as a unit on defense. I think they will be somewhere in the middle because there will be a team that can force turnovers and can get off the field at times. Um, and I, I think the fact that the offense is going to be putting up so many points is going to lead uh, the defense to be giving up a little bit more yardage because teams are just going to be trying to air it out, try to catch up with the Jags offense, quite frankly. So now looking at special teams, we'll get into special teams and then some big picture stuff. I think Brandon McManus records the first 60-yard field goal in Jaguars history this year, and and it's a game winner. I think that's going to happen at least once for the Jags. He's the first kicker that really has one of those massive legs that you've seen from some of the guys in more recent years that the Jaguars have had, like Josh Scobie, great kicker for the Jags. Um, Josh Lambeau in his prime, great kicker for the Jags. But neither of those guys had the leg power that Brandon McManus brings to the field. You've seen him hit 60-plus yard field goals. I think he's going to do it, and I think he's going to do it when the game is on the line, when the Jaguars need him to drill one of those this year. I think he'll come through with a 60-plus yard field goal and a game winner. Will be a really historic moment. A bold prediction for sure there. And then Jamal Agnew, I have him two return touchdowns in 2023 for the Jaguars. He was recovering from major injury when he got into the 2022 campaign, the beginning of the season. But you saw as the season started to draw on that Jamal Agnew was getting more and more comfortable back there, looking more and more like him, his old self as a returner. I think that he will hit the ground running in 2023 and look like himself the guy before the injury in 2021 uh, early on for the Jaguars. And so I think he's going to give himself an opportunity. I think Heath Farwell being the special teams coordinator, they're going to get him some opportunities to get some big time returns. And I think he's going to return at least two either punts or kicks to the end zone for the Jaguars special teams unit. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch Jamal Agnew returning kicks and punts for the Jaguars in 2023. I think that's one of the more underrated and untalked about storylines for this franchise. Their special teams has the potential to be excellent with Logan Cook, an excellent punter. Brandon McManus, one of the biggest legs in the league. And Jamal Agnew, certainly one of the most talented returners on the planet. Now, looking at some big picture predictions, right? I've got the Jaguars finishing 12 and 5 in the regular season, which I think will get them second or third place in the AFC. I think it'll give them a division win. So they will have at least one home playoff game. And uh, I think that it'll be, there'll be a second or third seed. So depending on how things play out uh, throughout the rest of the wild card round, we'll, we'll determine if the Jaguars are able to host a divisional round game 
2023. I think it's uh, not super likely, but I definitely think it's possible. And look, I wouldn't be shocked if the Jaguars finished with the best record in the AFC. I think with an offense like this and an opportunistic defense that does have the talent to grow into even more, they could have a, uh, an unbelievable season. They really could. But for me, I just still think I look at the defense and I think they're still probably a year away from potentially being a an upper echelon defense in this league. And when you look at some of the other best teams in the AFC, they have the offense to pair with the defense. And I think that they might work a little bit better together. But that's just how I'm looking at it with some of those experienced quarterbacks. And, and mentioning that, I think the Jaguars make it to the AFC championship in 2023. I think they have a wonderful season and they fall to a more experienced quarterback with a more complete team around him. You look at the the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, you have Patrick Mahomes who has had tons and tons of playoff experience and Super Bowl experience now at this point, tons of regular season experience. He's playing at an insanely high level. They've got a more complete team in terms of the defense, I think. I think you could certainly argue that the Jaguars, top to bottom, have a more talented overall offense, but I think Patrick Mahomes is a great equalizer, and I think they have a better defense overall than the Jaguars do. I think you look at the Bills. They have a complete football team, right? I think that there's definitely areas you could say the Jaguars are better, but Josh Allen is super experienced. That defense is still one of the best in the league. I think you look at... The Cincinnati Bengals, I think they have a better defense than the Jaguars, and they have an unbelievable cast of offensive weapons, you know, plus Joe Burrow. So I think that they've got a really good chance. I think the Jets, I know a lot of people don't really like to talk about the Jets positively, but look, Aaron Rodgers was a two-time MVP, back-to-back -back MVP, prior to last year when he was just saddled up with a bunch of young guys, and it didn't look like he was super into it. Well, he's super into it going into 2023. He wants to take New York by storm. He wants to prove the Green Bay Packers wrong. I think he's got the talent around him to get the job done. The Jets are going to have one of the very best defenses in the NFL, if not the best defense in the NFL. Their front is unbelievable. They've got great linebackers and great secondary play. I think the Jets are going to be really tough to deal with. So I, what I'm trying to say here is I think one of these more experienced teams with more experienced quarterbacks and more complete defenses is going to take down the Jaguars in the AFC championship. I would not put it past these Jacks to get to the Super Bowl. I absolutely would not because I do think they have the coaching and the talent on offense. And I think there's even the talent on defense, but that talent has to, has to hit its ceiling in 2023. And I think they're just a year away or so uh, from getting there on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but yeah, I think that there are just teams with so many, so many teams, I should say, with superstar quarterbacks in the AFC that just have a little bit better defenses than the Jaguars. So I have the Jaguars having an awesome 2023 campaign, you know, year two of Doug Peterson um, at, at the helm for the Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. You have them going 12 and five, winning their division outright. It, it doesn't come down to a week 18 matchup with the Titans this year. I think you win the division by two or three games. And I think you're able to have a nice little playoff run, get one game further than you did in 2022. And unfortunately, just not quite able to punch the ticket to the team's first Super Bowl in franchise history. But the, the um, resounding feeling after the 2023 season for the Jaguars and my bold predictions here is that they are going to be one of those teams that is now in the conversation every year with Kansas City, with 
Buffalo with Cincinnati. I think that's where they're going to be. I think they're going to be one of those teams that everyone looks at and marks down on their schedules, on their predictions, that they're going to be one of the final four teams in the AFC, that they're going to be one of the teams that has a chance to really punch a ticket to the Super Bowl year in and year out. And I do think that they're going to need a little bit of a makeover on the defensive side of the ball heading into the 2023 season. They're going to, I mean, 2024 season, excuse me. They're going to need to sign some of their guys, right? Trevor Lawrence, I think you want to get him signed early. Calvin Ridley, you're going to want to sign. You're going to have to see what happens with Josh Allen on the defensive side of the ball as well. There's some other players, but I think that after this season, the national sentiment on the Jaguars will be that they are one of the legitimate contenders in the AFC for years to come. And I think that should get fans really excited. Again, I'm not putting... Um, the Super Bowl out of reach for the Jaguars in 2023. But if I had to predict it, which is that's what I'm doing right now, that's exactly what I'm doing right now, I think that they will fall in the AFC title game to one of those more experienced quarterbacks that has a little bit better defense on the other side of the ball. But really appreciate y'all tuning in. Love to hear what you think. You can let me know on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. You can also follow Generation Jag. We're at Generation Jag. Drop a comment in the comment section below. And if you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and check out ginjag.com shop so you can support the channel further. Get some new Duval gear for the season. Again, really appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.